Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge is here. Hello. All right, matey. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yes, we are once again worlds apart. Well, yeah, we we like to we like to do the sort of staying two metres apart to a, a a good degree, don't we? Nobody could ever accuse us of breaking social distancing. No, no. You are where are you? You're in. I'm in uh, Bonnie, Scotland. You're in Glasgow, aren't you? I yeah, think. I and am, yeah. I'm in. Well, I'm in another go. I'm in Gozo in Malta. Gozo. Look at that. Yes. Glasgow, I mean, it's unbelievable. The thing about you celebrities, you don't, you don't care, do you? About you, just off you go on holiday. You're not bothered about us normal people no. stuck here, are yeah. you? No, not yeah. at all. I'm, yeah, all right. I can explain um, that before people start yes, complaining. Yes, explain that. I'm filming, but uh, I got here on uh, last week. Uh, yeah. I've got to do 14 days uh, in my apartment isolation. Before I can start filming for the next eight weeks. I mean, it's ten oh, weeks. So two weeks isolation, eight weeks filming. So oh I'm, I'm on day, f- whatever, I'm on day like three or four. Wow. It's hard work, man. <laughs> it's, it's, we're not, we're social creatures. We're so, not meant I'm a social to be. butterfly, Jay. I'm a social butterfly. I said that about you. <laughs> yeah, I, I am. I, I, people say it all the time. You know, Steve? Oh, social butterfly, Steve. Social butterfly, yeah. You're like That's a social moth, aren't you? You're more I'm of a like, nighttime yeah. socialiser. <laughs> yeah, and also people love like, a light, don't you? Love a light. Put a lamp Ooh. on near you. Oh, mate, I'm straight towards it. <laughs> straight towards it. I love eating cloves as well. Oh, That's yeah, a little nibble. Whoa, don't let yeah. me in your wardrobe. Um, we're both slow, slowly going mad. Uh, mm. in, I'm in a very different sort of isolation, which I will uh, I'll tell you about very shortly, because it's a bit more dramatic than Steve's. <laughs> mm. Well, you, yeah, I both. Yeah, um, yours. Mine is, feels more unjust for that reason, though. Yeah, I know what you mean, but at least, at least yours was planned, and you yeah. you know uh, you were looking forward, not looking forward to it, but at least looking forward, going, oh, that for those two weeks, I've got to be stuck by myself in a room. Yeah, I just didn't realize. I don't think you realize how. Um, quickly you get bored with your own company well mm. mine anyway especially well, I met you <laughs> <laughs> you're not colouring me surprised <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you've got your playstation haven't you, you, you I know but that. you do that for, like I so see you get here and you go two weeks do what I want watch Netflix after about three hours you go oh this is boring fancy little walk and I've got like a yeah. little I'm in an apartment I've got a little Sort of bit outside, which I'm literally walking around in circles, like I'm on, like I'm in prison. They go, <laughs> exercise, get in the exercise yard, and I'm just sort of. You got forty minutes. I just want to go outside. I'm just walking around in circles, and I've got cameras. So I can see like the cameras watching me, and I'm just thinking, I bet the bloke in the office is loving this. <laughs> One point I started doing up and down. There's, some, there's two steps, which I'm not allowed to get to the top step, but oh, um, yeah. because that's out of the no, that'd oh, be out of outside. my boundary. Right, right. Yeah, so I'm just uh, I'm doing like step aerobics on that just something to do you sometimes wow. like I mean you can tell us there's only a few people listening at this mm. time have you gone on the top step a couple of times just to sort of edge well, the rules the other night yeah, I had well. to put some recycling out and I thought am I allowed to do this I asked the producer oh. apparently I am allowed to and the recycling oh, okay. bins are about 100 yards from my door and I did it at 1 o'clock in the morning Miles away. I had a mask on there's, there's literally no one here anyway I mean yeah. in the middle of the day there's no one here but you know I'm a stickler for the rules so here we go, here so we are. So that was you, I bet you felt like a renegade. I did, I loved it. It was like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I came back and I started, like, I was, I was, you know, my heart was bounding. Did like, you like put like a band around your head and like war paint on your cheeks? 
Yeah, I, d- I got some burnt cork from some local wine and I just rubbed it on my cheeks. And I went, <laughs> go to the bins. And then, meet me at the bins. How, then, <laughs> how was is the local wine? Uh, well, is it nice? I, I, I spoke to you about this the other day. I don't know a lot about local wines, but, you know, like, I know like what I like, you know, so yeah, like course, Italian yeah. wine and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, I, really, I want to give it a go. I don't know what it is. And, you know, you look at, you can't, you know, flavours you can tell a little bit, mm. blah, blah, blah. But the label on the bottle on the back mm. was upside down. So ah, that was the, for me, outside, yeah. yeah, you don't need to know a lot about wine. You go, <laughs> I don't think this is a good one because <laughs> cause, cause the label's upside down and no one's noticed. <laughs> Oh yeah, nobody cares. Nobody cares what's on the outside. They very much don't care what's on the inside. Three euros, so you know you can't argue with that, can you? Absolutely. What are you in? I'm in. I'm in isolation. Self isolation. Right. Um, What's what's the circumstances that led you there? Let me tell you. I got track and traced, Steve. Oh okay. Yeah, because I've I'm one of the few people in the country who've downloaded the Grass Yourself Up app. Mm, The Grass app, yeah. You know the Grass app. Grass and trace, yeah. The grass and trace, um, yeah. and um, and obviously somebody that I've been in contact with over the last weekend mm. um, was uh, was actually the weekend, sort of just before I think. So in the middle of last week, I get a phone call. Hello, it's uh, it's Nigel from Track and Trace, and I'm already in a makeup chair. I'm just about to go and record four episodes yeah. of this new show. Yes, unbeatable. We're twenty episodes in of fifty. Mm. There's right, sixty okay. people on set waiting for us. Uh, you know, in galleries and, you know, contestants have been flown up from all over the country. Yeah. And I'm sat in makeup and then this phone call, you've been track and traced, uh, you need to isolate for the next 10 days. Oh. I was like, what? Can I not just do a test? And then, nope. Yeah. No, it says no, so you can't do a test or anything, you just have to... So I literally went from my from the makeup chair to my dressing room and was like, "Oh my god, what am I gonna, what the hell am I gonna do?" There was a second where I thought, "Should I just keep my mouth shut?" And then yeah. I just thought, "What a hypocrite, Jason, you would be if yeah. you did that." Do you know what I mean? Like I've yeah. been giving it out for the last year about people not being responsible. Yeah. So yeah. There was, I felt an an incredible amount of pressure on my shoulders yeah. to basically tell this multi-million pound production you can't film for ten days. Nigel's just said, I've got some bad news from Nigel. <laughs> Blame Nigel, not me. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, I had to tell him, and, uh, and, and, and then I went into isolation. Here in Glasgow, in a flat in Glasgow, which I was, we were renting for the, for the duration of production, um, and they've managed to keep the studios open so we can, we can film once I come out of isolation, which yeah. is actually tomorrow. Um, oh, okay, so you're nearly out. You're on the outside. Yeah, stretch. yeah, yeah. Well, you say that, but I've also, I've actually quite enjoyed it because I, I, yeah. I've never had time like this to myself, you know. And um, there was a moment where, like my wife said yesterday, oh, only one more day before freedom. And I thought to myself, no, no, this is my last day of freedom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> I know, I bet you've done loads That's of I'm those sort of, in those 10 days. I bet you've done loads and loads of times so of some writing and, oh, and loads, all that. <laughs> loads, loads. But uh, I am in 2025 on Football Manager. Oh, that's so, good. What's it yeah. like in the future? It's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, the crowds really. back. Crowds are back. Um, cool. Back in Europe. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it's, it's really gone. It's gone full circle. Oh, to be it's honest. really all happening, isn't it? What about the Eurostar? Is that still running? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's an absolute dream. Uh, but it's uh, yeah. So it's been a weird. It's been a weird uh, couple of weeks. Um, but um, but you know, it's just one of those things, and it? it's got to be done. And uh, and actually, the production's fine. Although they did sort of keep it anonymous. 
which was funny. Obviously, I've told everybody now, but they did yeah. say to everybody, um, now somebody uh, in production in the show has been um, track and trace, which means they have been in contact with somebody with COVID. It doesn't mean they've got COVID themselves, so you don't have to worry, but we do have to delay production. But we can't tell you who it is. I was thinking, well, who, who else is it going to be? It? Of a yeah. show that's hosted by one person. Yeah. <laughs> it's not It's not Gary the cameraman, is it? Is it that contestant that was from Wigan, that one <laughs> dude? It's not Sally the Vision Mixer, is it? No, no. it's the host, obviously. Yeah. But, um, it's hush, hush, we don't know who it is. We can't, don't tell anybody. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, that's it, we're nearly out of it. And um, and it's, the, you know, like I said, it's the right thing to do. And uh, and I've been tested every day and, it's, and I'm fine. But um, just an absolute ache in the bum. This is... Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. My episode of Tipping Point was on. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was against you and Thomas and Debbie McGee. Yes. Oh, that's a tough crowd. It was. Um, well, no, the, there was no such thing as a tough crowd on that show because they've, oh, yeah. they've, they've like piped it in, you know, just like crowd noise. Oh, like the football. Yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they've gone a bit mad on it, though. There was people laughing at stuff that didn't get a laugh. I was like, someone, whoever's pressing that button is, is, is button happy. Yeah. Calm down with the fake crowd noises. People know. You're going to get to a point where you're like, is there a red button so I can watch Tipping Point without the crowd? Yeah, that's what you want. <laughs> but anyway, it was on there. I was trying to um, tell everybody not to watch it. Which <laughs> is right. never good, is it, for a show you've no. been on? Did you do well or did you do badly? Is this why you're telling people not to watch it? I was trying to tell people it was the guy from the Plusnet adverts. I said good oh, to okay. Chris Pavilion. Um, <laughs> I just couldn't seem to get people to not watch it. So um, it was. It's a good show, you know. Ben Shepherd's a charming man. The mm-hmm. contestants were lovely. It's a lot to. But my mother-in-law machine, loves a bit of tipping point. Well, loves a bit of tipping point. Exactly. Yeah. My nana's the same. Yeah. But I'm telling you right now, mate. That machine mm-hmm. is nobody's friend. Well, no, it's a machine, isn't it? So, no, you know. Yeah, but do you know, also, don't forget, Debbie McGee is a bit magic. Okay, so it's Debbie, it might be your friend if you're magic. I'm just saying, there was a few times she was intensely staring at that machine and then it did something weird, and I'm just saying, that well, might be the reason. She's got skills, isn't she? That's, she what, she, that's what she did. Um, not only that, one of her questions at one point, now, don't get me wrong, I know they make it easier for celebrities, we're not idiots, you know. they don't. Yeah. You don't have celebrity mastermind and then have the same questions you ask proper nerds. Right. Why would you? Why would you? That's not fun. I don't know. Is it about me? <laughs> <laughs> my specialist subject is my own ego. It's me. Um, <laughs> but a question to Debbie McGee at one point was, um, on Old MacDonald's farm, which equestrian animal goes nay? I mean, as if I it wasn't mean, easy enough just to throw an equestrian animal as well. Equestrian Also, why are you saying Old MacDonald's farm? On all farms... <laughs> Yeah. Why are you making it specific? I don't even think he's got that farm anymore, you know? I think he's sold up. No. It's like a hipster dairy now or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, anyway, I I, I, I answered all my questions, Steve. Mm. That's the main thing. I I didn't look thick. Yeah. But the the machine. machine, Was the machine go against you? Was against me. And considering how many two P pusher machines I've played at Blackpool Pleasure Beach I was disappointed yeah. in myself really well yeah you think you'd, you've got you've got previous haven't you yeah. yeah you know what I mean so uh, and and it was for the and the first time in forever that I've been on the telly that my nana hasn't rang me to say well done oh that's that's a bad <laughs> I'm so ashamed is there any I've, and when you obviously I've, when you're there in the studio mm. is there any way you could like distract Ben Shepherd 
mm. and say, oh, that boom's in shots, and then just give you a little nudge. No, you're Is not there any close enough. That? No, at one point I did try and jump it. in the air and land hard. <laughs> what, to move the, the floor? Yeah. But yeah. no, it wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. Yeah, so. That's a shame. Um, but anyway, you know, so raise £600 for Children's Adventure Farm Trust and then I had to donate my own money to them as well. That's not why we do charity so shows. <laughs> <laughs> this for? Hang on a minute. I, I thought we just ben did charity for our own child. I agree, actually. Or Debbie McGee. Yeah. Yeah. She can just magic some more money, turn two fivers into three fivers, can't she? I'm sure she can do that. I don't even know who won that show because I never watched it and I was already on the M6 when they went into the second round. <laughs> so angry. <laughs> so annoyed. See you later, McGee. Good luck. Jason. Manford. Uh, Steve, I've got some controversial news for you regarding lunch oh, okay. today. Okay, okay, okay. Four in ten Brits mm. think roast potatoes should be replaced for the oh. ideal Sunday lunch. With what? Well, listen to this. The roast potato is facing a challenge like never before. Oh, dear. It's almost going to be usurped by mashed potato for a place on our plates on a Sunday. No. Surely no, no, not. No, no. Mashed potato? That's just lazy, isn't it? Isn't that just laziness? Oh, I don't know. I've, you've made mashed potato. It's not, it's not an easy job. It is. Is it egg? It God, is. Gotta, very rarely do you have to cook from the shoulder. You've got to like push right in there. Ah, you got fine. upper it's body easy. strength to make mashed yeah, potatoes. You just boil them and then you. That's nah, easy. Mm. I, I tell you, what I don't like when they when they call them like rustic mashed potatoes and somebody oh, hasn't yeah. even peeled them. Not even peeled. Just them. Sort of the lazy man's mash. That's really lazy. You know what I mean? Oh, these are yeah. rustic. No, nah, they're not, mate. Just peel lazy meat. Lazy. lazy. That's what's skin lazy. On wedges. These are skin on wedges. Skin on Peel fries. Em. Peel them, mate. Peel a potato, mate. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm a, I agree with that. Yeah. But now, four in ten Brits uh, believe mashed potatoes should be part of the roast dinner. Ooh. See, this is, I think this is what. We're always going to be separated in this country. We're always going to yeah. be divided. But, and I get it, you know, Brexit and, you know, all these things that, the, the, the elections, all these things that are able to separate us. The thing about the cobs and the bomb. Oh, yeah, cob, yeah, bomb, all that yeah. sort of stuff. I mean, they were always going to be lunch. different, aren't we? Yeah, always. But we've got to start agreeing on some stuff, and we cannot have the mashed potato replace the roast potato on a Sunday dinner. Have you gone mad, man? <laughs> yeah. Mashed potato is for sausage and mash. Exactly. Predominantly, yeah? Exactly. It's That's a all simple it's meal, yeah? Don't mess about... Roast potatoes are a bit fiddly sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah, you've got to parboil them, you've got to that. But that's the problem, isn't it? People just don't want to try anymore. Exactly. What's wrong with this country? <laughs> the North, you'll be pleased to know, Steve, and I think, yeah. as you as you remember from uh, various news stories, that includes mm. Wolverhampton. Yeah. Uh, yes, the North course, yeah. was found to be a stronghold for roasties with a backing of six out of ten, yeah. while the yeah. South East supports dropped to half of those quizzed. Oh, I mean, dear. what's going on in the southeast? I don't know. <laughs> I just prefer my potatoes mashed, don't I? Ah, it's easier, isn't it? Just, just mash them. I don't want a roast potato. The survey by Tesco also found that 3% of 18 to 34-year-olds wanted baked beans as a side for their roast dinner. Oh, Shut who up. are these people? Shut just up. have sausage and mash and beans, man. It's the wrong meal. <laughs> Son, oh, these people make me sick. 
Gravy is a favourite with 60% in favour, easily beating bread sauce on 10% and ketchup at 5%. Oh, ketchup on your Sunday dinner. It's lazy again. It's just laziness. I can't bother to make gravy. I'm just going to put ketchup on it. According to the Tesco Roast <coughs> Index, beef and chicken are the favourite roast centrepieces, but meat is no longer widely considered mandatory. A whopping 66% of adults said they'd be willing to try a non-meat main and nearly half would try a vegan roast. Willing to try. They didn't do willing it, did they? Willing to try. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, what's it? What's it? So do eat meat, don't eat meat. Willing to try? Uh, yeah, just put willing to try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's what's happened there because they've just said meat for every other answer, and then they've gone, ah, oh, mix it up a bit. Yeah, say willing to try. Yeah, yeah, willing to try. Vegan? Yeah, why not? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what that is. Yeah, yeah. But that's uh, those guys. Over a quarter of the Brit surveys insisted that the main should be eaten at lunchtime on a Sunday. I have mine about three-ish, I think. Yeah, Sunday. I think that's normal, isn't it? Because you don't um, want to be rushing around at you know, Sunday lunch. Yeah, it's, but it's uh, a, it's while, most, while most uh, use an oven, 20% said they would consider cooking a joint on a barbecue. But that's, again, they've just gone, barbecue uh, or, um, or yeah, oven. Just makes them sound exotic. Would you consider? Gone, yeah, I'd consider it. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, that's a good it, idea, yeah. yeah. Gonna hey, are you going to do mashed that? potatoes on a barbecue, eh, you bloody idiot? I'm just going to go through the grill, aren't I? Go straight through the grill and run on a cottage of chocos. You, you want to go up north when he roast them? Roast potatoes? You're having a G-Ralph, ain't you? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I imagine it went. <laughs> Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. A few weeks back, it was uh, Mother's Day, Steve. Yeah. And uh, I was uh, going around Mark Spencer's, which seemed at the time to be the only um, uh, sort of shop open for all things. Yeah, yeah. It was a weird one. It was like, you know, sometimes you're in one of those supermarkets, you think, how are they getting away with this? Yeah. It yeah. felt naughty. You know what I mean? I was thinking that everywhere's supposed to be closed, but for some reason you can go and buy clothes in Marks and Spencer's. And well, it was like in the old it. days when there used to be sort of comedy clubs in Manchester and they used to like give away a bit of rice and go, yeah, we're at a restaurant, we can stay up till 12. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Very odd, very odd, because the clothes shops are closed. But if you sell food as well, you're fine. I don't get it. Mm. Anyway, no, that's not what this it. link's about. No. So anyway, we're in there. We're trying to buy a last-minute Mother's Day card mm. a couple of days before Mother's Day. And I see one card on the, um, on the, on the rack there, and it says, um, to my mums, to my two mums, mm. I love you. Happy Mother's Day. All right. Very modern mm. uh, yeah. Mother's yeah. Day card, right? So I, because my daughter's six years old, I thought, this is not even going to be in a concept to even think about mm. this. So I just thought, yeah. I'll show it her, see what she thinks. I said, look at this. She went, what? Two mums? What does that mean? Yeah. I said, well, some people, instead of just having mum and dad, uh, they have two mums instead. And my daughter took that on board for a second and then went, aw, two mums, that's not fair. I was yeah. like, hang on. Hang on. What, am, what am I, the cat's liver? What's it? <laughs> yeah. This is oh, that'd be ace, wouldn't it? Two mums. Imagine that, How two mums. That be? No oh, dad. That'd be great. Ruining it. Trumping around the house. None of that. Oh, it'd be great, wouldn't it? I couldn't believe it. Absolutely mm. slammed. She'd rather have two versions of my wife mm. than me exist <laughs> in her world. <laughs> I know. Out of the mouth of the babes, eh? Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. She's such a snide, though. She really is. It's like when I was coming up to Glasgow to film this show. Um, now, I know for, for 
100%, right, that when I've gone, my side of the bed, it's open season on my side of the bed. Yeah, yeah, of course it is, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, who can get there first? Who can stake a claim in my mm. side of the bed? Yeah, yeah. And um, and I can see that flicking through my daughter's eyes when I said, I said, oh, I've got to go to work in Glasgow for a couple of weeks. And she was like, oh, daddy, I'll miss you, I'll miss you. And I didn't see it, my wife told me later. She gave me a massive hug and then looked up at my wife and winked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was like, yeah. I think we the all know. The plan has worked. <laughs> Hang on, why are you moving all your stuff in this room? <laughs> well, yeah, what? You've gone for two weeks, haven't you? I'm just thought I'd put some things in here, you know, a little, little light reading, a uh, glass of water. <laughs> in case you need anything in the middle of the night. Slammed by a child. It's one of our favourite subjects on this show. It happens an awful lot. Um, I've just, I think you've got bright kids, you've, you've filled them with confidence. If anything, it's partly down to your own good parenting, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, that's what that's what I'm putting it down to. Um, yeah, had any moments with Hal who's, uh, when he's put you in your place? Um, no, I think we, 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 just for Christmas we went on one of these sort of like Christmas sort of trains, you know, and it, it was the Bluebell Railway, and they had mm. done all this little thing. It was really lovely, and there was these sort of like goblins outside, goblins he called them. Mm. And uh, I saw they're dangerous, the goblins. I said, yeah. And he said, they eat mummies. I was oh, that's awful. And I said, do they eat daddies? He went, no, because they smell. And I was like, okay. Wow. That's nice. Thanks for that. Why do we, why do we put up with it? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you only have to watch an episode of Peppa Pig to see how hard and how awfully treated dads are. Oh, Daddy Pig is, I mean, he's, oh. there's nothing left of him. He's a shell of a man, isn't he? I mean, I mean he's, a big, he's a big guy. shell, but he's still a shell yeah. of a man. Yeah, but he just gets bullied all the time, doesn't he? Yeah, he doesn't have a chance, does he? I mean, there was an episode the other week. They were using him as a sledge, Steve. <laughs> they were using him as a sledge to get down yeah. a hill of snow. Mm, Come that's... on. <laughs> What's that going to do for your ego, that? Yeah, I mean, his confidence is... One I mean, day you're cock of the walk. Next, you're sledge. a sledge. <laughs> <laughs> it's harsh, man. Andrea here, who says, At a Christmas party for children, uh, a teen walked over to me, looked me up and down and went... Are you fat because you eat loads of kebabs? His poor mum was mortified and explains that it's because he loves kebabs. She said, okay. Andrea explained, no, it's because it's I eat what's it's. Which is a good, good right. response, to be fair. Yeah, it's a good response, yeah. Kids, man. Kids. That's well, they've got I mean, no filter, have they? That's, you know. That's the problem. That's the problem. Uh, but Kelly sometimes says, it's not always coming from a bad place like that. He's just, he likes kebabs. Until they yeah, like he's kebabs. just gone, oh, she looks like kebab she's chat, likes it? kebabs. You like yeah, kebabs exactly. as well? Let's talk about kebab. What's your favourite? Do you like a cheese show? I love a kebab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you look like you know your way around a kebab, love. <laughs> That's basically what he said. Yeah, but, he, you know, it was a genuine question. It was just genuine, coming from a place of warmth. Uh, Kelly Griffin says, when my then five-year-old was asked at school what he was thankful for, he said his mummy and daddy. Daddy, because he's funny and plays games with him, and mummy, because she has the biggest wobbly bum. His teacher took a lot of pleasure in telling me that story in the playground. No, that's nice, I mean, isn't it? You, the thing is, you know, with kids, is you can, you can fool yourself into thinking that your body's all right. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they'll tell you. Oh, a kid will tell you all day long. I don't know what it is. A fat shaming from children. Yeah, they need to and be it, educated on that, don't they? They really do. They, <laughs> we need some woke kids. That's what we need. Yeah. When are, when are the kids going to get woke? That's what I want to know. Yeah, exactly. Unbelievable. So the mums have got it there, but dads also get it. Gareth says, trying to explain the theory of relativity to my nine-year-old daughter. I mean... I mean, you're already on to a hiding eye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he says, the faster you go, the heavier you get. Mm. 
I mean, you, so you've set yourself up there. Right? Yeah, I mean, you've literally, well, you've just you've just queued it all up there and gone, <laughs> and over to you. He says, her eyes went down to my beer belly, and she said, you must be going really fast then. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to be careful. Don't don't leave it open for her. That was an absolute tapping for that kid. Yeah, really was. Suzanne says, uh, my neighbour only has one arm. My then four-year-old daughter asked him why. He told her that he'd been run over uh, and they had to take it off. A few weeks later, I'm playing in our close uh, with her and he stops at our drive to speak to my husband. A car comes behind him and he shouts, watch yourself, you don't want to lose your other arm. Savage child is an understatement. Yeah. Crikey. But again, kids don't see these things, do they? No, I've said this before, but there was a, there's, a, there's a potty training book we were doing years ago called Pirate mm. Pete. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Do you yeah. remember that? And yeah. There was a bit when he had to get a hat from a shop called, like, Pieces of Eight, and I was like, well, that should be called Feces of Eight, clearly. Come Feces on, you've missed a trick there. Of course. But anyway, we were on the bus once, there was an old bloke, and he had an eye patch on, and my son went, are you a pirate? To this bloke. And he, yeah. uh, he played along, he went, oh. no, I'm not a pirate, but I used to be a pirate. That's how I lost my eye. <laughs> and then he said, is your name Pete? And he went... Yeah, how'd you know that? Bizarrely, the bloke's name was Pete. <laughs> he, saw, he sort of freaked the bloke out. The bloke went, how'd you know, how'd you know that? <laughs> so, you know, it, it can work in other ways. Adela said, uh, I was walking into a shop behind an older gentleman who was with his young grandson. He yelled the door open for me and said, after you, young lady. His grandson piped up. She's not that young. I was in my 30s. <laughs> Seems a bit harsh. Yeah, a but then again, harsh. kids are a funny one in it with kids because they just think anyone over sort of twenty five is old. I think that continues to you about sixteen though, eighteen even. I remember <laughs> yeah. like going, oh, like he was dead old. He was like thirty one or something. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I said it, I <laughs> said it the other week actually. I said I was talking to my uncle who's fifty five, but sort of doesn't look it. But and I just said, I said, well, it's sort of for older people, you know, so over fifties. He went, what? I went, no, I don't mean that. <laughs> I don't mean that. Obviously, since all the vaccinations and stuff, because they've, they've separated us in age. Yeah, they have, haven't they? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it has but Amazon do that, don't they? I remember when it was my 40th birthday, I got an email from saying, um, here's some music you might be interested in. It was like a Sting album. I was like, man, I've not changed that much. <laughs> just because I've fallen into another drop-down menu, I don't suddenly like Sting. <laughs> uh, Kelly Wells uh, said, Steve, she says, my son's teacher asked the class what could be kept in jugs the usual answer was juice, milk or water. My son put his hand up and said, my mum's, my mum puts Prosecco in one. Oh, that's not good, No, that's not what you need, that is doesn't. it? Yeah, it's going to turn up at the next parents' teacher meeting, isn't it? <laughs> so I understand you have a jug of Prosecco on the go all the time. Uh, no, I don't. I wouldn't say all the time, just special occasions. and Wednesdays. <laughs> Alistair Moore said, I suffer with Tourette's. And after an episode in the car, I asked my son, who was eight at the time, if he had been shocked by what he had heard. He responded, yes, and a little disappointed. <laughs> That's very good. I mean, I mean, what he's got is a form of Tourette's. But I said things as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mel Barron says, took my daughter shopping for a Father's Day card. And when we stood in front of the cards, I said, pick your dad a Father's Day card. At the top of her voice said, which dad am I choosing it for? I have three. She doesn't have three. She only has the one, I promise. <laughs> Crikey, absolutely yeah. slammed. Yeah. Uh, Dawn Wyatt says, when walking down the high street with my child in their pushchair, which back in the 70s used to be substantial, so I couldn't see from behind 
what was going on. Must be yeah. like a massive push chair. Yeah. People were smiling and pointing at my, at my little baby. I felt quite smug until we stopped at a shop and I went to retrieve my purse and bag from under the covers of the push chair. My sweet child had taken a lilette out of my bag, unwrapped oh. it, and was swinging it from his mouth by the blue string like a baby owl with a mouse. I was oh. mortified at what they thought of yeah. me. Oh Crikey. I mean, the, the problem is, though, they do, they do wrap them like sweets. Mm, yeah. Well, like a chopper chop, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a similar sort of wrapping. It is similar. It is a similar wrapper. How hard is it to get a wrapping off a chopper chop, by the way? Ah, oh, forget oh about God. it. Is there a technique I'm missing? What? Is there like a How little, are they even is there a little on flap there? somewhere that I don't know about? All but them lollies. Me for, I mean, for kids. I, I know. To, I can't do it, and I'm an adult. All them lollies chance. are like that. We got we get Vimto lollies from the local uh, Chinese when we go there. He drops uh, six lollies for the kids. I'm there trying to get six of them open with me teeth. No idea. No, you get car keys in there and everything. You shatter a bit off the bottom. I don't even know how they do, how they wrap them. No idea. I've no idea how it gets to that point. Well, anyway, we certainly covered a fair few subjects in that link. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> apparently Salvador Dali designed the uh, logo for Chupa Chup, so there's a little I bit actually of a fact knew this for you. Weird, yeah, it's a nice little weirdly. fact, isn't it? Yeah, I like that. So we got facts as well. Uh, Rebecca says, my four-year-old daughter went to a mother outside a nursery, peered into a pram and declared, your baby's a bit scabby. <laughs> Crikey! <laughs> wow! Wow. Oh, That's dear. harsh, isn't it? Oh, that well, is just, harsh. They tell it like it is, don't they? Yeah, maybe he was a bit scabby. Maybe he was. <laughs> maybe he was, and now you know. Just had chicken pox or something, you don't know, do you? Yeah, well, he probably did, yeah. And now you've got him. Huh? Yeah. You like that? <laughs> Smarty pants. Yvonne says, I remember a situation where my friend's four-year-old daughter said to me, Nana doesn't like you. I heard her say it. <laughs> I thought it was really funny. My friend must have wished the ground would swallow her up right now. I heard her say it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Straight from the Yeah, you've got to be careful, though. Kids are listening. Yeah, they're always listening. They're always All taking of stuff the time. up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't even think that you're able to say things that... You know, in secret. No, even when they're sort of in full play, you know, playing oh. something on the floor and you just Absolutely. mention something. And they just go, did you say? And they've heard you. They've heard you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Louise says, 10-year-old said to me, you're the best mum ever. My seven-year-old said, you're a good mum, but Carly's mum's best. <laughs> Louise says, to be fair, Carly's mum is pretty great. Oh, well, there you go. That's, yeah, you've got to know. That's the all round, isn't it? Got to know your place, haven't you? Uh, Robin says, Mummy's got bruises on her legs. Yes, Jacob, I have. Big ones, Mummy. Yes, Jacob, big bruises. No, Mummy, big legs. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's a great conversation. Oh, it's making me feel a lot better about the way my own children speak to me. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. From the darkest recesses of the minds of Jason Manford's listeners, queries from the Ash. Good morning. Now, you can email me at jason at absoluteradio.co.uk and Ruth Cull has done just that, Steve. All right. She says, hi, Jason and Steve. Please, can you settle an argument between my husband and I after 17 years of being together, 10 of which we were married, mm. it has come to light that we disagree which is the top of the biscuit. Oh, okay. I think the chocolate is at the top, but he thinks it's at the bottom. I think she's right. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Now, I've seen this argument crop up a lot recently. Yeah. yeah, yeah um, Because what they're saying is, 
that if you put the chocolate at the bottom, it mm. hits your it's your tongue. tongue that's what kids. That's how kids eat. But that's you know, children, isn't it? Exactly. Down. Children eat like that. Yeah, you want I immediate would argue, gratification. Yeah, but I would argue that if you hold it that way, your big fat hot thumb is going to melt that chocolate. Whereas if you hold it the other way, yeah, it's not. No. Also, when they when they're sold in a packet, if you hold the packet the right way up and take the top off, chocolate facing yeah, up, Which is the right way up, though. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Well, in You've a, got in to have look, it from the left or the right. Yeah, but look in a tube of um, Jaffa cakes. Oh, yeah, Jaffa. Yeah, but that's another, and, and again, the digestives, another actually. argument. It's another argument. Yeah, but all, and, and, and your chocolate digestives, come in, they come in those tins now, don't they, with the blue lid? Yeah. So you would say the seems, blue lid was the top. And also, when they show a picture of a chocolate digestive, it yeah. seems unusual that they'd photograph it upside down. It would be odd, wouldn't it? Although then again, you wouldn't know what any of them were. No, I know you, know you wouldn't. It was you a plain one a or a chocolate one. You no, know, you could see a little layer around the sides and go, look. <laughs> and, you, and it says chocolate biscuits. Yeah, to be I mean, fair. What other things do you buy when the picture on the box is it upside down, like a clock <laughs> with an upside down clock on it? <laughs> clock. Uh, I would say, Ruth, that you are right in this instance. And if anyone disagrees, feel free to email Jason. I'd say, yeah, say if you're under six... Um, yeah, it's the chocolate facing down because the immediate gratification. But then you, then you, what are you going to eat pizza like this now as well? Are you going to eat well, everything upside down? End? Where does it end? It's madness. Where does it end, it? mate? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, it's hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. All right, Steve. Here it comes. Okay. Uh, we're, we're thankful to Martin Atfield in Watford this week. Mm. Uh, a fed-up landlord uh, held a birthday bash to mark one year of abandoned bins and fly-tipping, causing a stink outside his properties. Oh. Martin Atfield baked a cake to mark the anniversary of the ongoing mess outside the houses he owns in Green Lanes uh, in Enfield. He slams fly-tippers for illegally dumping rubbish around the bins in the alleyway behind his house, and he criticised neighbouring Santander, waste collection firm Violia, and Enfield Council for not doing enough to clear up the mess. The whole thing has become an eyesore, Mr Atfield said. When the yeah. sun shines, the smell is awful. What a lovely sentence. That sounds like something from a... From a Simon and Garfunkel song. It does sound bad, doesn't it? Yeah. When the sun shines, the smell is awful. <laughs> it awfully smells outside. <laughs> uh, we've got children playing it's in the, the street. Smell of silage. <laughs> it is the smell of rubbish. Uh, we have got children playing in the streets. <laughs> Syringes They're... going in their toes. <laughs> <laughs> there are la- rats all of the time. <laughs> Uh, It's absolutely terrible, he says. Um, Somebody fly tipped a telegraph mast once. What? How do you fly tip a telegraph mast? I don't even get one. I don't Uh, know. It was three months before someone got rid of it. We thought we'd try a different approach. I got fed up and decided to bake a cake and put a party on out of frustration. Uh, He was concerned about the health of his tenants and feared the tip might uh, would put renters off the property. That's what he's really bothered about. Uh, he claimed another bin was under a contract with Veolia uh, that had now expired, blah, 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 blah. Um, a Santander spokesperson said, the rubbish was not left in this location by Santander and we are arranging for it to be removed as soon as possible and are investigating a long solution for the issue. Mm, wow. Enfield Council are on it. 
Devonshire Muses unregistered land. All right, so they're, they're yeah. passing it down, kicking the can yeah, down yeah. the lane it's a not bit not as well. Not our problem, mate. Not our problem, pal. Any rubbish removal from this land would be at taxpayers' expense. We're making inquiries about the removal, emptying of bins and the arrangements they have with the owners of the land of which they sit. Well, there you go. So, um, I see what he's done, though. He's, 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 he's Did anyone go to the party? Do we know who went to the party? Or yeah, I don't did he know. Invite, did he invite the council? Uh, yeah. Well, they would have yeah. decided it right up, wouldn't they? Yeah, exactly. They're they're that's what you want. Area. Yeah, he would have a Tomsk. <laughs> right, they'll clean up. Happy birthday to my rubbish. <laughs> it's my rubbish's birthday today. I think I could release that as a single. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> How smelly are you now? The happy birthday song. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I've been quite busy actually, even though I've been in lockdown mm. or um, isolation. Isolation. Yeah. yeah, I've been um, I've been pretty busy. I started my um, YouTube streaming stuff up again. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. what were you playing? Broken Sword or something? Broken Sword, yeah, because you yeah. know I'm, um, you know I'm a YouTube guy. Oh God, you're a YouTube guy, aren't you? You've I forgot, didn't time you? when you because you're a yoga guy. Yeah, you've you stopped yoga being guy, a YouTube guy, yoga uh, guy, gym guy, guy, running guy. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's me. Sausage eating guy for dogs guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a streamer. I'm a you have Twitcher. many different hats. Yeah, yeah, you're a YouTuber. You're a streamer. Yeah, yeah. that's me. Twitcher. Um, so I, uh, I I I do a little game called uh, Broken Sword, which is mm. brilliant fun. It's a lot yeah. of fun. Um, it's a great game. We're on number two now, um, and uh, and weirdly, like people, it's quite relaxing. Like it's not an intense game. You know what I mean. It's not like it's not in your face. What was it, what was it on? Is it was it on like a? Con- it used it to be like? on. Yeah, it used to be on like uh, just like the Commodore or whatever, and then. So where then, you, then have, you, have you got it? Have you, you got I've got it on some weird like. I had to get the the people who originally made it to send it me. Oh okay. All right, yeah, it's okay. a bit nuts. But like you know, six thousand people come and have a watch. Like it's nuts, really. I mean, I know there's not a lot to do, but six thousand people. Wow. Bonkers. And then I started a. I started a, um, a a new one as well uh, recently of uh, Football Manager. Do you remember Football Manager? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Kevin so Toms. Started, what's that? <laughs> Kevin Toms was the original. Kevin Toms, yeah. That. I think he's long gone now. I think it's probably a different empire, isn't it? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Very different um, empire. What a game. What a game that is. So basically what I've done is uh, I've started a new game of Football Manager mm. online, like on my, on my YouTube channel. Yeah. And um, I've start, but I started unemployed with no previous football management experience. Oh, well, that's basically what you are. But I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, I managed to get a job at Flint Town FC, who were in the Welsh Premier. Okay, that's pretty good, isn't it? Walk straight that's, into that one. I mean, I mean, they've only just been, they've only just come up. So obviously, look, I think they're thinking of it oh, more no, like a PR still. stunt. Still, yeah, it's like get the, the guy from Wrexham Wrexham thing, thing, it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds can have Wrexham. Yeah, I can manage Flint, Flint Town. Town. Get Manford in. <laughs> yeah, um, but it is odd when you um, these games do sort of take over your life a little bit. And I realised um, recently I had a full circle uh, happen mm. in my life. You might remember many, 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 many years ago, Steve. One of my first stand-up comedy routines was about the game Football Manager. Yeah, yeah. And I used to do a routine wearing where, a suit and stuff. That, that that's one. right, wearing a suit for the cup final. Um, my girlfriend complained at the time that it was just clicking and like just basically playing spreadsheets. Yeah. And um, 
And then the other thing that actually happened was, um, you might have seen this routine or not, but this is genuinely what happened in the real world. Mm. I went to a Man City charity function, met Micah Richards, and afterwards my dad said, he thought I was a bit rude to Micah Richards. He says, you were nice to everybody else, but you seemed a bit rude to Micah. And mm. I couldn't work out why I was rude to Micah Richards or a bit aloof with him. And it was only when I switched the game back on, I realized I was manager of Manchester City and I mean, Micah Richards kept turning up late for training. Well, I mean, this is the thing that if he keeps doing this, then he's going <laughs> yeah. to get a short, sharp shrift. Yeah, exactly. But so yeah, I he find had no him, idea. Yeah, yeah. I find him two weeks wages on the game. And mm. the last thing I remember before going to this, this uh, charity gig was the phrase, Micah Richards hates Jason Manford. <laughs> I'd have sold it. In the, what I used to do in that situation, yeah. when the players start revolting, I sell them in the middle of the night to another club. <laughs> And then all the ones, where's it? He's gone, mate. He's gone. He's gone. Troublemakers out. That's what He's happens out. in this club. In Flint Town, you cause trouble, you're out on your ear. All right? Everyone loves Jason Manford. Let's just keep that going. Well, I um, had a moment uh, recently where I tweeted um, to say about Sky Sports. And I, I was watching uh, Micah and Roy Keane on Sky Sports, who were brilliant oh, yeah, together, yeah. like a little weird double act. Yeah, and I um, and I just tweeted absolutely love Micah Richards on Sky Sports. He he makes it every every episode, mm. and he retweeted my uh, tweet and said, "So pleased that all is forgiven, boss." That's <laughs> <laughs> quite good. He was uh, yeah, he was quick. He was very quick. He was like, "It's all water under the bridge now, gaffer." Yeah, so yeah, it was a full... it's heat at the moment, isn't it? You know, it was yeah, a tough season, and you know, we're all getting we're all getting a bit snappy, <laughs> won't we? So, so if you fancy a bit of that, uh, come along to my uh, YouTube channel, and we'll have a laugh together. Where real music matters. Good morning. You are listening to the Jason Manford Show on Absolute Radio, and we're joined by a dear friend of mine, uh, someone who is about to embark on a tour. Fingers crossed, if that's something we're allowed to do in the modern world this year. Uh, welcome, Ori Eduba. Hey, pal. Oh, mate. I'll, I'll be honest. I was hoping for a bigger big up. Well, <laughs> I thought about it, and I thought people can tell we hate each other. I know, okay, I know. You know, you can't live with each other like me and you did for so long. You either come out lovers or mm. haters. And do you know what they, they, what they won't know <laughs> is it, it came down to that deep massage in Newcastle. Crikey, you've given away a bit too much. <laughs> it's just such a shame that things had to, our relationship changed from that moment on. <laughs> uh, me and Ori uh, went on tour together. We were in curtains um, until it was curtains and uh, the show yeah. got cancelled due to the, uh, the the pandemic. And we we ended up living together for quite a lot of the time, didn't we? Oh, God, I forget. What was really nice is that from, like, before we even started rehearsal, you reached out and said it would be, it'd be really lovely to... Um, to shack up together and share some of the time on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what, what I forgot until that moment, I just started recounting that, is I remember you getting, getting in touch with me via WhatsApp and I had no idea it was you. So <laughs> I, remember, this guy? I remember I was walking around next in, a, in an actual shop. I know we can do that now, but at the time, you know, it felt very, yeah, yeah, very yeah. strange. But I remember walking around next looking for clothes and I got a message from a guy called Jay saying, hey, mate, fancy, uh, fancy, <laughs> fancy shacking up together. And I thought, whoever this Jay is, he's very forward. But when you're on tour, though, this. and you're away from your family and your kids, and your wife, your, all that, 
you need to be also living with somebody who's yeah. going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the thing. And I know, because it was your first tour, really. I know you've done, you know, Greece and a couple yeah. of other things, but yeah. it was your first major tour. And I know what it's like, Ori. And mm. so, because you, sometimes you make the mistake of just saying yes to the first person who says, do you want to, you know, <laughs> live together because it's cheaper, basically. And then yeah. you end up with one of them young'uns, mate. <laughs> you end up with one of them who's out every night, having a lovely time, different person in their bed. You don't need it. You what, what you needed was a nice, boring dad. <laughs> well, I love how you frame it up as if you were doing me a favour. But in in actual fact, <laughs> there I was bailing you out of being in that, that flat with that person with a different person in bed every night. But no, oh, I, 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 as soon as I knew it was... Jay meant Jason Manford, of course. I was like, oh, Jace, this has Treat. been a moment waiting to happen. I've been there. And oh, we had God. such a great time. We really did. It was we one did, of actually, the yeah. best times. You know, it was such a shame it got cut short because I was yeah, having was an absolute fun. blast. We had a great company and we had fun on the road. You know, like you said, oh, I, no. I, it was the first time that I was away for that length of time with my little boy and trying to manage that situation of yeah. being on the road, but also having your family back home trying to bring the bread in a very kind of show busy jazz hand kind of way on the road it's very it's a very hard dichotomy it's really to hard to come back, back home. To, to say to your family oh god i've had a tough i've had a tough week it's been a long week <laughs> you've done eight shows a week before because oh am i oh, shattered now yeah, yeah but we had, no a good, we had a ball we, we had certainly a ball. did and ori is uh heading back out on tour uh this summer with the rocky horror show so stick around while we talk about that Sunday mornings 8 till 11 Jason Manford on Absolute Radio where real music matters chatting to Ori Aduba who is about to star as Brad Majors in the legendary musical extravaganza uh, the Rocky Horror Show. Um, yes. I've seen this show several times. I've seen the film, of course. Mm-hmm. Been to see it uh, in London's dazzling West End. I've got to say, of all the shows I've ever seen, it's it's the one that I've never gone. Do you know what? I'd love to be in that. and that is nothing to do with the show it's nothing to do with the production you get another chance to pick me up and that's when you come back no no it's it's nothing to do with the quality of the show what it's down to is the, the the level of exposure shall we say well that is true in the this show is so a different me that not even my own mother who first saw me naked she's never seen this side of me no and i, I think that's why people love it it is com- yeah. completely the definition of an escape and especially after the 12 13 months that we've had by the time people come to watch rocky horror they will be gagging for that kind of party and that they kind will, of adventure fair. and i know that the rocky horror fans and the new fans will be you know dressed and dolled up to the nines dancing in the aisles and that's what the show is is all about and i will bring my heels and suspenders so um absolutely yeah, you will it's gonna be a different flavor altogether it's amazing so just tell everybody you are playing uh, you're not frankenfurter are you no i'm playing brad majors uh and the story is all about uh, janet and brad so brad and janet arrive in the woods and they are they're they're in this kind of scary place and they they stumble upon a castle and uh, it's at that point that all kinds of time warping fun and escapades and um, craziness 
unfold. And it is, yeah. it's just outer worldly. Anyone who's, all you need to do is, is Google the time warp and then you'll have an well, idea. Everyone about knows what that, this show of is all about. Yeah. And I guess like the fact that, uh, you know, the audience turn up that they dress up, don't they? They, mm. they, they come in stockings and suspenders. I mean, it's been going since 1973. Yeah, and people treat it like an you know, and nobody nobody turns up to Les Mis dressed as a soldier in the French Revolution. <laughs> Do you know what or I mean? The ladies of the street. No, they yeah. don't. They don't. And I think it is one of the most remarkable things about Rocky, which is why you know it didn't take me a minute to say yes. Funnily enough, the last time uh, I saw it was in Birmingham, and my old strictly um, partner Joanne Clifton was playing Janet. I was finishing my last stint. Uh, as Teen Angel in Greece. We were both in Birmingham. One of, one of us was in the Hippodrome and the other was in the Alexandra. And um, we both had our last nights that week. Oh, and wow. I remember meeting her and some of the cast who will be my co-cast in this coming up tour. And I met her in the lift of the hotel. And in the reception was all of these Rocky fans. It was like <laughs> Rocky fans and Greece fans, you know, pink ladies. Amazing. And wow, then what? sort of... Rocky fans with all their, you know, hair and suspenders, and <laughs> it was, it was like, it was surrealism to the max. And I was like, this is why I'm in, I'm in this business. This is why we're this doing is it. Like, this is why we're here. So it's. Oh well, I hope it goes well, that. mate. I'm, I'm, I really can't wait to, uh, to see you. And it kicks off uh, in July uh, in Southampton. A couple of weeks in Southampton, uh, Canterbury, Milton Keynes, Nottingham, Glasgow, uh, up here where we, where we, uh, we perform together. Uh, mm -hmm. Manchester Opera House. I'll definitely come and see it there. So you're in Opera House in, uh, in August. Yeah. Uh, Plymouth, London, no. Uh, Sunderland, Birmingham, Bradford, Hull, Brighton, Blackpool, Bromley, Oxford, Cardiff, Belfast, Pool, Hastings, Aberdeen, Stoke-on-Trent. Finishing at the Cliffs Pavilion in Southend next June. So, crikey, you've really, you've really gone for it there, mate. At least we, you've got some work out of run. it. Fair play. We've got to run. Yeah, it's nice to, like you always say, whenever you're talking about a show or a tour that you're doing, it's I'm, I'm going on it for the break. To be honest, yeah, totally. Mate. After twelve <laughs> months of being at home, it's like get me on tour. It'll be lovely to get out there. But you know, you said you don't want to be in the show, but you you've already committed on air to all of your lovely listeners that you'll be watching the show. So make sure you I pack will. your stockings and suspenders, brother. <laughs> Can't wait. Best of luck, mate. All the best. Thanks, brother. Speak to you soon. Aurea Duba, you can get some more information from the RockyHorror.co.uk website now. Jason. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. So you've got filming now for like the next 10 weeks over in Malta. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Just Bonkers. not seeing anyone, not going anywhere. That's, I know. That's, you know. But it's work, isn't it? It is work, and that's what I'm you not know. complaining about. That's it, you got to say. Work's been very sort of few and far between last year. Yeah. I know, it's mad, isn't it? I've got this. So we've got to film the rest of Unbeatable um, here in uh, Glasgow, uh, which is good, actually. It's a good laugh. Starts in the middle of May, and that is uh, going to be a new quiz in the daytime uh, it's good fun I think you'll enjoy yeah. it when it comes on we're recording 50 episodes so I hope you do uh, that's, a lot, that's a lot of episodes otherwise I'm going to get slammed on the first one that's his rubbish yeah. format what uh, uh oh <laughs> well there's 50 of them um, and then uh, it was the news was released last week uh, I am also I'm, I'm going to be a judge Steve on one of these TV talent shows oh yeah yeah I'm judging other people for once Nice. That'll be nice. Okay. Um, I'm doing a show called Starstruck, mm. which I was actually, because weirdly, the talent thing has come up before, and I've, I've said no a couple of times, because I always think, oh, no, who am I to judge other people? Yeah, then you look at the judges on talent shows, and you go, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I'd probably do this for my eyes closed. Why is he on there? Why is she on there? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Also, what's nice about this one? So it's sort of an update of Stars in Your Eyes, but instead of oh, just okay. having one, like three Elton Johns come on. At and the then same we time? Just have to pick, yeah, and then we just pick the best Elton John. Oh, do you Three they sing like still standing on. and you push them down and go, you're not anymore, you're <laughs> off. <laughs> you're not, yeah. Uh, you know, three Rod Stewart's come on. Who's the best one? Um, if you want my body, I don't. Get off, you two. <laughs> Maybe you should be the judge. Yeah. Mr Nasty on the end there. Yeah. Are you going to uh, be nasty? I don't I think I might be. Well, you tell me out of these four, who's, who's the nastiest? Yeah, who's the nasty right? one? It's me, yeah. uh, Sheridan Smith, yeah. Beverly Knight and Adam yeah. Lambert from Queen. Oh, it's you. Unfortunately, it's you. It's me, all dreamboats. It? Yeah, they're all dreamboats. They're lovely, aren't they? I'm a nasty piece well, of work. Bev's, Bev's the Queen of Wolverhampton. Yeah. Sher- Sheridan, Sheridan, she's a national, national treasure. treasure. Yeah. So it's, it's down to you, unfortunately, yeah. Lambert is like, I've literally been watching him on YouTube. He's got the mm. voice of a, an actual angel. Mm. Even an angel so, will go, no, I'm not that good. Yeah. Like, no, he's got yeah. a cracking voice. So you're just going to have to be horrible. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm just going to give you that. Yeah. And then every so yeah. often I'll be nice and people will be like, oh, my God, he was nice. God, he must have been really good, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> do what I think I... you're sexy? Do I want your body? I don't want to see your face again. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of what, thing. To... What I like <laughs> about this show, this is what appealed, appealed to me, yeah. is no sob stories. Oh, see, nobody likes a sob story. No, no, that. Well, this happened and then me gran and the... Whatever, yeah. mate. Can you sing? Yeah. That's one. That's what I like. Also, no one's getting a recording contract. No one's Christmas number one. No one's no. performing for the Queen. You get twenty five grand, a pat on the back, and off you pop. Yeah, that's, that's what a ta- that's what a TV talent show should be. That's what they used to be. That's what that's they used what they to be. Used to be. You could put it on your poster, as seen on what was it called, Starstruck. Starstruck. Yeah, do as all you want. Starstruck. Absolutely live at fine. The Arts Theatre. That's yeah. good. But that's all. That's the last time we need to see you. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll be coming out soon as well uh, Starstruck on ITV and Unbeatable uh, on the BBC This is Jason Manford This is Absolute Radio Where real music matters Thanks for joining us this morning here on Absolute Radio uh, we leave Steve to his uh, isolation station uh, yeah. quarantined mm. for another few go, days I'm going back in the uh, exercise yard um, oh yeah, pop out there. Yeah, walk around in circle, think about some of the things I've done over the. You know, can you see any years. of the other cast or crew or anyone? Is there no, 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 no one's here. No one's here. Oh, there's a, there's a producer's here, but he's not. Um, he's at work all day, obviously, because he's producing course, a yeah. TV show. Oh man, but, uh, yeah, I can't see them when they get back either because we're not allowed to. Allowed oh, to. so what? Even when you start filming, you can't hang out afterwards. No, no, we won't be able to do any of that. Even you've been hanging sure. out all day. That's but we'll have crazy. masks on. But that's sort of part of the job. We have to. It's we'll, not. We'll be it? rehearsing in masks. It's mental. I had it here it's the other week, right? So my uncle drove me up to Glasgow. Mm. Um, he's a driver. It's his job, and uh, he dra- drove me up to Glasgow, and then we got here, and then he was like, "Oh, I'm knackered." I said, "We'll stay here in a, an apartment. There's two bedrooms. So why don't you just stay here and then go home in the morning?" He went, "Oh, we'll do that." Yeah. Next morning, I get a telling off from production. You can't have. He's not allowed to stay over. I said, what are you on about? It's two bedrooms. He said, COVID. I said, we've just been in a car for four hours together. Mm, yeah. 
I don't and get the rules, man. Doesn't. Well, that's what rules. I'm saying. When you're acting, you've got no mask on, obviously. But then as soon as your yeah. cameras stop, you put the masks on. Put them back on. Anyway. Well, we just got to do what we've got to do to get through all this ridiculousness, haven't we? Mm. Hopefully get to a sense Also, of in the future, all acting shows, just look out for a little line where the mask has been. <laughs> yeah. Everyone yeah. laughing. What's that line on his face? Oh, <laughs> Where he had the mask on That's where it was two seconds ago, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, best of luck, mate. Uh, I, it's my last day of uh, isolation, stroke freedom, before going back to uh, the normality of, uh, of the job as well. So I hope whatever you guys are up to, you're enjoying yourself, you're enjoying being able to eat in uh, pub gardens once more and back to the gyms and all the things that uh, you're allowed to do. And I hope you're staying safe. And we'll see you same time next week here on Absolute Radio.